you guys, you know me. I'm a good girl. Mm. One night does not a hoe make. Well, since you had sex for profit, it kind of does. Okay, look, you guys, the J-Spot deserved that cover. And me sleeping with him had nothing to do with it. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? So, that's the story you're going with? Yes, I'm going with it. I'm so gone, I'm back again, and y'all best keep up. <laughs> Welcome back to Oh Hell Yes, a girlfriend's podcast. We got a good one today. The It Girl, original air date 2-6-2006. I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And Etsy, do you know who wrote this one? Was it my girl Mara? <laughs> Did she give? It, it was your girl. You know, <laughs> it's always the good ones. It's always the good ones. I'm like, why you just don't write the whole series? She be busy. She don't got time. Yeah, Mara got the pin. She got the yeah. she got the pin game strong. So uh, we're gonna talk about this one. But I saw on Twitter, yes, Twitter, not X. No. Who's worse, Tony Childs or Molly Carter? It's a girlfriends versus insecure, and. W- we think, I saw this question. I don't know if you saw it, Etsy. I think I said I this to you. Yeah. I don't know who said Molly's worse. Somebody said Molly's worse. Whoever tweeted it first said Molly's worse. Uh, no. Disagree. <laughs> totally disagree. Tony, yeah. possibly sleeping with your man Childs. Yeah, that's kind of insane. <laughs> She's a fucking liar. You can't turn your head. You cannot close your eyes. You cannot have her around without thinking she about to steal your man. I think that's way worse. Mm -hmm. Molly's just in her own way most of the time. Molly just be fucking up her own shit. But Tony? I mean, Molly's pretty annoying too, but I feel like Tony is like the ops. Like, there's different for me and annoying and being the ops. Shit, you can't tell her shit. You can't leave around your man too long. Like, uh uh-uh. No. Mm Molly Mm -hmm. is a saint compared to Tony. A saint, uh, maybe not a saint, but definitely tolerable, more tolerable. Mm -hmm. Um, But I thought Mm. that was a really fun question. Um, Mm -hmm. Whoever's posing who woulda, coulda, shoulda, what is it? Would you rather questions on Twitter about girlfriends and old sitcoms or black TV? Keep doing it because I like that. I like that question. Yeah, we, we love the discourse. Oh, but yeah. I love comparing the, drama, the old so. ones to the new ones. I like that. Would mm-hmm. you rather? Hmm. I mean, they kind of look alike. That's the only comparison, really, that I have for them. I mean, they are kind of bad friends at times, both of them. Both of yeah. them equally. They do um, kind of look alike. They're both kind of like bougie, bougie, upper echelon, black girls. So they have similarities, but nah. Tony was walling. Like, if Tony yeah. was, if Girlfriends was released now, y'all would have dragged her. Like, easily. I mean, people still watching it and dragging her. Like, exactly. Most people that I was seeing responding to that post said, no, Tony's way worse. Yeah. Episode one. Mm-hmm. When she brought Charles to the party, Joan's ex, mm. and flaunted him right in front of her face. No cares in the world. Mm. I don't even know how they still friends, Cher. And then she oh. tried to sleep with Sean, and after that, they were still friends. I'm like, oh, damn, can't nothing break this friendship up. No, she gonna stick beside her. <laughs> okay. 
I mean, it's, I'm like, but you know what? It's refreshing to see that in friendships because usually you only see that with bitches who, um, who men be fucking with them and shit. So it's like, okay, I see what Mara was trying to do. She was trying to say, you hoes be sticking beside your nigga. Oh, when he be <laughs> gonna stick beside your bitches. <laughs> I don't know, man. I can't stick shit. beside you if you try to sleep with my man while I'm out. I'm out of town. Yeah, that was crazy. And and I shouldn't have to watch you all the time. Yeah, I can't leave you nowhere. Like you know what I mean. So like you cannot be in my life. Yeah, but Joan took her back. I don't know, girl. Y'all and now they're cool. So I mean, you know how they go. Well, we got more season six to do. So we'll see how long they're cool (laughs) you know but let's get into this episode it is my turn to do the cold open lynn's back on her bullshit (laughs) she's uh back to doing the japanese tours uh she brings all her her japanese group to um william's office Mm -hmm. basically the thing is she tells all her japanese friends that her black friends are famous people and they believe her so she tells all of them that William is Johnny Cochran's brother, William Dent Cochran. She even gives him a glove and says, hold the glove up and say, uh, if it doesn't fit, you must acquit. You guys know where that's from. Uh, if you don't know where that's from, she's too young for you, bro. Get off this <laughs> fucking podcast. You shouldn't be listening. It's grown folks business. Get off the pod. Um, so Lynn then said she's going to show them the old shine guy out somewhere nearby and uh say he's morgan freeman because you know they don't know right what the f- what the fuck would morgan freeman be sh- spit shot in shoes i ain't even think of that but uh that's a good what point what type of racist ass shit but could you imagine japanese people being like oh morgan freeman he's shining shoes okay let's take some pictures like, like even questioning why morgan freeman would be shining a fucking shoes. a-list actor that's a fucking millionaire would be shining <laughs> shoes morgan bitch? freeman the fuck is wrong with these people well they don't know the difference between black people because to them they all look alike apparently and uh, that is true about that earlier in the series um william says come on glenn i thought you were done with these dead-end possibly illegal jobs (laughs) whatever happened to you dedicating your life to your music she says she got stuck on the fact that she can't read music write music or play music which damn i didn't think it was that bad um, but she can sing, so, I mean, that's a start. You can write words on paper and sing melodies and make them up. She just don't have that dog in her. She really don't. She keeps trying to find excuses. Mm-hmm. She so, needs she needs a, a, a producer and a writer, and she needs to be the, the muse, which is very common in popular music. So what Lynn is missing before y'all try to come for Lynn? That's, y'all faves can't write music either the fuck oh. y'all faves don't don't play instruments either she said the quiet part out loud ladies and okay. gentlemen people, a lot of them could people, barely even sing quiet as it's kept yeah, unless they have the backing track singing along with them you feel or me? rapping along with them you know so continue mm. <laughs> but she says once she figures all that out watch out music um i love how she walks the the people through with the umbrella up because that's <laughs> That's I see that a lot in Times Square where people have like a group and they put the umbrella up so everybody knows where they are. Uh, so she walks out and they all follow her. And after the credits, we're back at the J spot. It is popping. 
Mm-hmm. It looks like a nightclub. We ain't never seen it look like this. Oof, it's full. How it happened so quick? Mm. They was just trying to. They was just having problems getting people in there. Yeah. Now they got celebrities. Now they got celebs in L.A. Oh, it gotta be popping, cause that air, that place is so pretentious that if you got celebrities in them motherfuckers, cause everybody thinks it's so cool to be there. And there's a lot of men there, so that's good. Too bad they're not all cute. I mean, they could be early 2000s cute, but they ain't today cute. Ah, 1950s civil rights era. <laughs> you ever see like the old, the people, like you watch an old show and you're like, today that wouldn't con- be considered cute. Yeah. You wouldn't be considered good looking today. Like we go through it by a different standard. Yeah. But Maya's loving it. She's like, this was the best time to buy my new video phone. Video phone. Wow. I didn't realize that's what we used to call it. Oh, my Because it wasn't God. a smartphone yet. Because it wasn't smart. No. It just had video. It just had video. Damn. Oh, my God. And Shit. that means Maya must be getting bread because that's a luxury during this time. I mean, something with the book deal, something, something. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. But I can imagine the quality of the video is not that good. You may as well use your, your digital camera for the video beside, instead of that phone. Cause yeah, it'll be very, very blurry. But it is yeah. what it is. That's what, that's, pixels. that's what adds to it, right? It'll give that, like, 90s video cam, yeah. TLC I mean, look. well, in that case, get a fucking uh, Polaroid picture cam and just pull out the picture, then shake it. <laughs> shake it like a Polaroid picture. If you want to be mad vintage. Uh, but... I mean, back in the day when you had those, you didn't care. You didn't notice that the quality was bad. Like, mm-hmm. I had, when I first moved to New York, I had a BlackBerry, right? And I used to take pictures with that shit all the time. And I put them on Facebook. And you know how Facebook does the, memories. like, hey, yeah, the memories. I'm like, I'm looking at those photos. I'm like, I used to upload these blurry-ass photos. Yeah. These low-pixel, dark, kind of, like, seedy, grainy fucking thinking i was doing something you know what i mean like i used to bring my my digital camera the sony one the girls who know know about that sony camera the mvp okay um i used to bring that shit and then upload all the photos into an album guys it was no type of i'm talking like no type of looking through them i just uploaded oh everything all of the like all the like blurry shits the the random pictures of somebody's shoe wow back then kamikaze (laughs) he was fucking i at least looked through them like uh, i knew what was there but i was just like okay maybe somebody wants to see somebody's shoe i'll tell you i'm old as fuck so when i first got a digital camera i was in college you can't just upload everything (laughs) not not in that situation uh okay you gotta you're going to get some people in trouble. So I would have to go through it and pick and choose and whatever. But as far as like adding little, you know, you couldn't add little pictures or filters or nothing like that. It was just mm-hmm. that. Wasn't no, wasn't no IG filters show. Wasn't none of that. Nothing cute with it. That's how you looked. When you were sweating in the club, you were sweating in the club. That's how you looked. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so, good old days. <laughs> I don't know if they was good, but it was something. Uh, <laughs> so, as the scene continues, some guy named Javon Dennis comes up. Now, he is, because we got we to gotta separate the fact that there are some real celebrities in this episode that are athletes, 
However, Javon Dennis is an actor in this episode playing an NBA player. Do you get what I'm saying? Okay. They talked about someone earlier who's a football player, Eric Dickerson. He is actually a football player in real life. Mm -hmm. Um, He has no lines in this scene. But William walks up to Javon, talks to him and says, you're on my fantasy team. Some advice, stop passing the ball. I get more points when you score. And he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. I'm all over it. And William's like, okay, cool. You need anything? Just let me know. Are you the manager? No, I'm the owner. Really? I'm the owner. Mm. I was like, are "Hmm." you? I mean, not the owner. You're not the sole owner. Didn't think to mention that you're one of the owners. Typical man. That's how niggas are. Oh, it's me. I did all the work. I, I, I. I'm the face. Me, me, me. I'm the face. Yeah. Child. I mean, he's talking to a celebrity, so he wants to look good in front of this guy. But come on now, let's let's not. But then throw. he gets checked, and he's like, yeah. um, "Hmm." Javon says, "I thought a woman owned this place." And William says, "Oh, you're talking about Joan. That's her over there, over by the bar in the green dress." And Javon walks over and talks to her. So why he ain't correct himself then? You notice how he was he, like, oh, you caught me. Oh, shit, you caught me. Yeah. Like, he didn't even say, oh, yeah, she's she's the co-owner. He was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's her right there. But you totally yeah, just... Because he didn't think the guy would even know that. He probably right. didn't think he would check him like that. He was right. like, he thought he'd be like, oh, okay, you the owner? Okay, cool. You know? Mm. So Tony's over there. He She thinks Javon walked over for her. Actually, I want to point out, there's amazing camera work in this episode as far as like pushing through the crowd Mm -hmm. and like over the shoulder thing it's a step up from the first half of the season like every little bit uh, of the episode or the series as we go on they're moving the camera work in a way more like cinematic direction Mm -hmm. and i love that it's really good i don't know if they got more money in the second half of the sixth season or what the budget more creativity different camera people but they're doing some things in this episode. It's, it's, it's amazing. So Tony goes and introduces herself to Javon. Joan comes over to introduce herself as the owner. And it's obvious that Javon's into Joan and not Tony. But Tony's kind of twat swatting her because she's trying to sell Javon a house. Or help him sell his house, whatever. I mean, I hear that. Oh, I guess you got a child and a custody you got battle. A child. And you got you got a whole room full of celebrities that's in your best friend's restaurant. Bitch, introduce me to whoever. Take advantage. Yeah. So uh, she gets the point and leaves, and um, because she sees another celebrity across the room, and Javon's being very charming. It's hard to turn down a good-looking, charming young man who has a lot of money. Mm-hmm. and he congratulates Joan for doing her thing and um, William comes by and doesn't want it's like he doesn't want Joan to have her moment he keeps trying to like interject with I own this place too and sabotage he shine. he's supposed to be a, a silent hater. partner he's, exactly like you're supposed to shut the fuck up okay we're not supposed to know that you're a part of this shit like period you know? So Javon asks her um, for her card because he's looking for somewhere to throw his birthday party. And Joan's like, I love what she does. And she goes, what's your drink? Blackjack on ice. Well, then how about I send over a round with my card? That'd be great. Cool. Have a good time. All right. I was like, where'd y'all get this swag from? Girl, <laughs> where this was? I'm telling you. Never been. 
when you start stop giving a fuck, you know, the swag just comes out of the the, the air. Because now Jones yeah. is like, ooh, okay. Like, where, you, where you get these lines from? Who told you how to, how to talk to niggas? Girl, you're usually the cheesy girl, the corny girl who don't know what to say, tripping all over yourself. Yeah. But all of a sudden, okay. And she keeps it brief and she walks away. I was like, that's how you do it. You got to keep them wanting more. You know? Right. Short and sweet. Come on, John. So she walks over to Maya. Maya even spots it. She's like, girl, since when are you uh, being coy with the boy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> John says yeah, she actually walked away so she could talk to the editor of Los Angeles Living. Do you know who plays the editor of Los Angeles Living? Oh, boy. I forgot his name, but I know. I know. Oh, him. my God. I lobbed you the ball. <laughs> tossed it to you. You're supposed to and knock I, it out I, the park. I tossed it back. I tossed it you back. You tossed it back. Either you swung and missed or you tossed it back. It's Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady. Oh, it was on the tip of... Was it? I was... I was listen, here's the thing. I have these weird associations where I was, I was going to say the Brady Bunch, but I was like, Etsy, that doesn't make any sense. But, like, that's what I associate with. That white with family? This. You think the white family would have a black man? No, as far as his name, nigga. You know what I mean. <laughs> Damn, why you call me nigga? The Shit, fuck? you must be mad at me. <laughs> why the fuck would I when say she he, call was me nigga, the, he was in the Brady when Bunch, she call my me nigga? nigga. That's, that's, she's mad. She's mad <laughs> as fuck. I'm sorry. But, yeah, Wayne Brady is playing a part in this show where he's not being... Well, we know him as, like, if you know him, because Etsy doesn't. I do. He's a comedian. He's been in Broadway shows. Yeah. Oh, that's news to me. I know him from <laughs> Whose Line Is It Anyway? Improv actor, comedian. I think the, the black community may know him more from his stuff on uh, The Chappelle Show. Mm-hmm. And uh, on Girlfriends, he's playing someone who's more serious. It's more of a... Um, it's not as, as comedic as we know him to be. And I like when people go against the grain of what we typically see them as. So... Mm-hmm. And he's playing it well. He does really well in this uh, type of genre. It's kind of like when we saw um, Ryan Gosling in Barbie be funny, mm-hmm. as opposed to his drama. Very lighthearted his drama acting. Yeah. So she's trying to impress this guy. His name is Derek, and she thanks him for coming to the to the J spot. She's honored to have to even be in the running for the best of article. He says, "Don't worry, just pretend I'm not even here, and go about your business." I'll just be a fly on the wall. Mm-hmm. And you remember what she says? <laughs> what she say? As long as you're not a fly in our nachos, because we've already got enough of those. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, really, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, Bitch, John? why would you say that to a Los why Angeles food yes. critic? Oh See, this is what God. I'm talking about. She has so much swag with Javon, right? And then she goes over to this guy who she needs to impress. And she says this shit. Like, you think he's going to put that in the article? <laughs> I don't, because I don't really think she really cared about Javon. I think in this situation, she knows the stakes are high. So she says dumb shit because she's so nervous. Because mm. she wants the restaurant to do well. Yeah, that makes sense. I was thinking when she said that shit, I'm like, oh, you don't want this article then. You don't want this shit. You sabotaging it for real. Um... But later on in the night, her and Derek are talking 
And he says, you know, I really hate articles about best of, hot spots. Nobody's loyal to any one place. And she's like, yeah, it's kind of like dating in this town. You start seeing somebody, as, as soon as you start clicking, he's checking out the woman at the next table. And Derek says, I can't believe that anybody dating you would be looking anywhere else. I'm like, talk to her exes, bro. Like, shit. Chill. I guess. Jones a handful. You don't know yet. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> say that to everybody, child. I don't even be believing them words. I can't believe a man left you. I can't believe a man <laughs> I can't would be- I can't you. believe anybody would. Shut up. Ah, he wants the panties. Um, They're talking and he says, um, well, I got everything I needed for the article two hours ago. I was like, oh, shit. He stayed just to talk to Joan. Okay. He's like, how about a follow-up interview tomorrow for dinner? Which is basically a date. And she agrees. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So next we're at Skia. No transition music. I love it. Love it. And Lynn and William are meeting up. He wants to give Lynn a guitar so that she can get back on track with her music. <sighs> I mean, yeah, sure. But you got to give her something to learn the guitar with. Like... Mm-hmm. Maybe a book or a CD or a tape that she can go along with. Um, or, since he's so damn rich, you could buy her a package of lessons from someone who can teach her one-on-one. That's the best way to learn anything. Not from a book, not from any of that, but from someone explaining to you and being close to you step by step yeah. on what to do. Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't. He could have did that shit. He just hands her a guitar with no guidance. So she also talks about... And he got it from Costco. Well, it doesn't matter where he got it. Like that that <laughs> part, said, as long as it works. <laughs> but he said if he, she fucks that one up, there's four more in the pack. Does Costco do that? <laughs> I don't think they do that. Because I've seen guitars at like Costco and Sam's Club. And it's just one in the pack. But it's just cheap. But that's good because, like, you don't want to get her something expensive because then if she gives up, you didn't waste money, even though William has tons of money. Exactly. But, but he mentions that it's been a month since she's dedicated herself to music. I'm like, damn, so she's been married to music for about a month. She's already trying mm-hmm. to step out on music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how it works sometimes. Hey. <laughs> Love isn't real. Love isn't real, guys. Um, <laughs> so it's nice of William to get her that. She says, I don't know how to play guitar. And he reminds her she has five master's degrees. You can do that. You can learn how to play guitar. I don't think that's a good point. True. If you can read all them books and figure that out, you can figure out this guitar. Go find a book. Go to the library. She says she don't got nothing to write about, which are like, damn, everything's an excuse for her. Like, Mm -hmm. fuck. And William says, you know what? Sing about what you know. Sing about what's in front of you. So she does. Hey, angry man. Look and see, there's a hair inside your BLT. And he starts oh. to gag. And that's the end of that scene. I, I forgot all about Lynn's storyline in this shit, because I'm all up on, like, what's going on with Joan. Mm-hmm. But next we see Derek and Joan. They're at her house in her living room, getting all cozy. The lights are low. The camera work is camera working and it's very romantic but I, I i don't know i don't really like the 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 date being at her crib i was like 
Mm, I guess. Number one, you just met this nigga. Number two, he's a reporter. So, like, I know Joan isn't a celebrity, so this doesn't really apply to her. But I would kind of be weary of him trying to get the scoop on some other shit. You know, he has access to that. Mm. So I would be like, ah, I'm good. Like some digging through my trash, trying to find shit type shit. Yeah, going through your shit. You drinking, so you're not really in your right mind. Mm. He's already in your house. All he got to do is go through he can leave a, uh, your drawers. He can leave or tracking leave audio devices leave under your couch something. so he can hear all your These secrets. These reporters shout. Damn. They, they real cutthroat out here. You made a romantic night mad scary, Etsy. I mean, that's what you got to think of sometimes. Like, did I lie? I don't think you lied. No, but... And that industry is so cutthroat. Like, they're all looking for, like, the next big Especially story. Especially 2006. This is around Britney, yes. paparazzo with uh, this is like Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton. OK Magazine. Peak if y'all paparazzi seen, culture. Uh, Black Mirror Season 6 episode four Maisie day then y'all know what we talking mm-hmm. about if y'all weren't there because we were i was there i was there but y'all youngins mm-hmm. that wasn't there because <laughs> y'all too mm-hmm. young go watch that episode y'all know exactly what we're talking about thirty thousand dollars for a photo hundred thousand dollars for one photo yeah it's yeah it was crazy and it, it got into the millions depending on um oh, how yeah. much of an a-lister when you were trying you were trying to get pictures of surrey cruz like close uh-huh. to a million or something like that like oh yes up. it was it was a different time yeah. you know so i would be kind of wary of that like nigga yeah i don't know these reporters Good call yeah. I, I love how they did tracy's hair in this uh, it's i love when it's bouncy and loose and you can kind of see the naps i love it i love her hair all throughout this episode they kind of like this hair i like because you can kind of see the kinks too like you said but like the other times they make it really style that whole like what's what's that little girl that was really lit she was a child star and she had the curly hair oh, Shirley Temple <laughs> yes it, it sometimes it'd be given it'd be given to Shirley Temple sometimes I'm not gonna hold you <laughs> the way they be doing like it was hair. overdone like too much <laughs> like they didn't they didn't comb it out with their hands like they just took the curl out and left it like that. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> they probably would take it out hoping that it would fall, you know? Mm, and it just doesn't. It may be last. Yeah, it yeah. may not. The air might not have been right or something <laughs> like that. Because sometimes the air got to be right for it to fall. If the air is too cold, mm-hmm. it ain't going to fall right. Yeah, it's going to stay. So maybe they just didn't anticipate what it was going to do, what the conditions were. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have a cute <laughs> conversation. A little bit. It's kind of cute. And he leans in to kiss her. And then afterward, his phone rings. And she's like... Mm. Oh, great. It's your wife. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, that's fucking hilarious. Because, of course, like... We all think that. (laughs) I mean... That's how it be. You know, it's funny because it's it's true. Most you people know? would just not say nothing, but she called a thing a thing. She's like, oh, your wife. All right. And he comes back. <laughs> with, I like how he comes back with, nah, she wouldn't be calling me on this number. Oh, I was like, wow. oh, that's a good joke. Now that's good writing, Mara. Mm-hmm. You better stop it. 
<laughs> Amari, you better. You better. So Don't be spoiling us. Yeah. So he takes a phone call and it's basically like his boss or something saying that like his 16-year-old son doesn't like the restaurant he put for the cover of the magazine that's about to come out that's going to feature Jones restaurant possibly. Mm-hmm. And it's Asian fusion and the 16-year-old doesn't like it. And so he hangs up and he's like kind of venting about that. So they talk about their mutual stresses of their jobs. And Joan says, I know how to make the stress go away. Oh, like, Joan, what? Joan, you... <laughs> I think Mara wrote her extra smooth this I episode. I think, yeah, Mara like, might have been like, yo, my girl been taking some L's lately. Like, let me, um, let me, let me punch yeah. this shit up a bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, she kisses them and presumably they fuck on the couch. Hopefully not on the couch. Go to the bedroom. Shit. That's not, that can't yeah, be, you gotta have all the space, all the, you gotta stretch out. That, and you don't want all, like, the, the, That's the, the pussy juices on the couch. Yeah, like. The girls come over like, shit, what? What the fuck happened here? Like, damn. You just spilled. What's that? You spilled some shit on here? What? What's that? What's that white residue? <laughs> like. <laughs> oh my God. We are gross. Oh my God. <laughs> So they do this really cool transition where like the camera goes behind the table, the dining room table, and it goes down mm-hmm. and then right when it goes to J Spot. What? Mara. What? Come on. Can you at least like give a class? <laughs> Mara says show the boys. Mara and the says, girls? stand back, bitches. Let me tell y'all how it's gonna be this week. It's almost it almost feels like a different it does and you know before the midway break that we took i don't think we saw anything like this like it feels like another season or something you know Mm -hmm. like like a revamp or something something. it's giving very grown yeah Mm. Mm -mm -mm. so joan walks into the j spot uh and william william stands up he hangs up the phone and he turns to her and goes Hello there, cover girl. Los Angeles Living called. The restaurant is going to be on the cover. And they cheer it up and congratulate each other. And she jumps in his arms. And William's so surprised. He's like, what'd you do, Joan? Sleep with the guy? (laughs) 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 And Joan makes this embarrassed face. Yo, Tracy played this scene really well. The embarrassment and the fake happiness. Like... Mm-hmm. just so great and it conveys a lot on her face what we were supposed to kind of glean from that like oh shit you're embarrassed but you're also trying to still pretend to be happy because you don't want William to know that you actually did sleep with the guy um, she's so good she's so underrated she's so underrated I, I just wish I could give her an Emmy I wish I could somehow mm-hmm. just finesse that because she deserves it I think she knows she's great at what she does and she doesn't need awards mm-hmm. so I don't think that's why she does it but it would be nice to recognize her. I mean, it would be nice for a cute recognition. You know, y'all could throw something my way. Honorary. Let me get a... Yeah! Like, let me get a thank you. Thank you to whoever, to the Academy. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. The fuck? I don't know, man. It's just, that's just the way we, uh... They treat us around here. Right here, right here. Yeah, you know the black show shit. I don't know. They don't see it's us. It's a little whitewashed. They ain't really trying to... So next we're at Joan's house. Lynn has the guitar. She, she tells Maya. Maya, hmm. you're the first person I wrote a song about. 
Well, actually, William's the first person, but you're the first woman. Okay. Well, actually, the first black woman. <laughs> and well, in this house today. Anyway. <laughs> and basically, this is when Lynn starts to write songs with this boring ass melody, same melody for every song. Cause she don't know mm-hmm. no other notes on the guitar. It's it's really boring, so it's not worth mentioning because we're there to celebrate Joan's cover. The girls are there. They're there to congratulate her. They got her a glam squad. She's about to do this photo shoot the next day. And she's like, you know, three months ago, I was thinking about closing the J-spot. And now look, it's just the way it is. You get one yes, and things could change in a matter of moments. It's Never give up on your dreams, kids. Never give up. Go for what you want. Don't be afraid of failure. Mm-hmm. So Joan eventually tells the girls that she slept with Derek. And Maya is disgusted. She's like, oh, hell nah. <laughs> Tony's totally fine with it. You know how she is. She oh, would dang. love to sleep her way to the top. <laughs> I feel like that would have been a good time to be like, well, you know, you took one for the team. <laughs> I guess so. Because, I mean, if that ends up being your boyfriend, you never know. He might be looking for a house. He might be looking to sell. Mm-hmm. Maybe he, you could tell him, hey, I know a good realtor. And, Period. Uh, yeah. I love what Tony's wearing, of course. We got we to gotta do Tony time here. Oh, Tony we love time. Tony's glam. Love. <sighs> Always. This color scheme, this purple and pink, just, you know, back in the early 2000s, you would wear your button-up shirt, and then you put a sweater over it with the, with the button-up shirt peeking out of it on the mm-hmm. wrists and the... The top here, giving giving Gossip Girl, we gossip back in the girl. back in the early two thousands, mid two thousands. I would even say towards the late two thousands. It didn't really get out of style until maybe we got into two thousand tens. But like that preppy, I'm going to preppy. to a job interview. Black preppy, yes. That like, that, that, that was, was just, that was what was in. That was we in. used to go to the club dressed like we were going to a job interview. Okay, the pencil skirt, yeah. The collared shirts. I'm watching old One Tree Hill episodes and people are literally dressing like that to go out for drinks. <laughs> it's like, yes, that was our You thing. do that nowadays. People be like, you just came from work? Nah, I'm just, uh, <laughs> I just thought this was a cute outfit. <laughs> nah, that's not. You look old as fuck. Take it off. Go put some yes. regular clothes on. Definitely um, aged us a bit, but it, yeah. it gave. It gave. Yeah. But what do you think about this? So it kind of sucks that Joan slept with this guy and he gave her the cover because now it's almost implied that she's kind of indebted forever. And he made it seem by doing that, that her future is now tied to him. It's kind of on him. It's not her. Well, at least that's how I see it. Well, I don't think um, she's attached to him forever. But what I will say is, Joan made no, she made no remarks about getting on the cover. So if you don't have to make remarks about it, when you sleep your way to the top, you don't have to speak about it. It's an understanding. But from what we see, right? And we, this is TV land, right? So we assume that what we see is the only thing that actually happened, right? It just looked like. We didn't see them fuck, but we know, we know they hooked. Well, yeah, but we, we kind of saw the beginning. We saw the beginning. You know, yeah. when they start kissing and shit. But I think that if you are dating someone and they decide to do that and there was no inference on you, he just decided to do something for his 
girlfriend or whoever he's dating. It happens all the time. So what is the difference between... That's different because that's not his girlfriend. It's a, this is a one-night stand. You don't, you don't usually it? do stuff for people. Well, technically it's the second date, but... Was this the second date, was it? Yeah. That, no. they, he, he started <laughs> that date after the interview. That was a okay, date. whatever, whatever. Um, <laughs> but this is not a relationship. This isn't your boyfriend doing something nice for you. This could have just stayed what it was. She slept with him this one time, and then that's it. It happens a lot. We grown, right? Doesn't mean you have to give me the cover because I did this for you. Plus, it looks bad on him. Like, you giving girls a cover because they slept with you? Like, like he'll never get none, so he's so surprised and so indebted to her. I'm going to give you the cover. Right, like, but that was... That was his choice, though. So my thing is, why is the narrative she's sleeping with him for the cover when she was just as surprised as William that they got the cover? Oh, yeah. I don't think she did it for that reason, but it looks that way. Mm-hmm. It's not on her. She didn't. She doesn't. I understand that she didn't do it for those reasons, but him giving her that cover was makes it look that the way. The best thing and the worst thing for her because it looks bad plus if she decides to break up with him or doesn't decide to date him he who knows what he can do. He might be able he might write something in an article about how bad her restaurant or her food was just to get back at her or mm-hmm. blacklist her in some other mag from some other magazines or something like that. It's just mm-hmm. the politics of a of a guy doing something like this for you when you barely given him anything but sex is very it's a very messy thing, and it sucks that he went that route. It's also why I know y'all think that I'm mean, but it's also why I say to not fuck with these niggas. This is why I think that even though William was on some dumb shit not mentioning her as the owner, this is why I think that he should have been there. Right. So that now it's more of a because he's there and he's a man. It's less of a a, a, a date transaction. Yeah. That's why I think that he should have been there. And I, I, I kind of looked at it weird when he was like, oh, well, you know, I'll just interview you. I'm like, OK, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it would have been on um, Joan to make that decision to be like, you know what? Let me get our co-owner. Just as a safety precaution, like not to tell him that, but like, let me just get our co-owner in on it so he can we can give you the full story of of our of our restaurant and mm-hmm. how it started. I mean, William came up with the name, so that would be a great part to add to the article. Talk to the guy who came up with the name, why he decided to name it that. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. She could have brought William in as a buffer so that something like this didn't happen. But now she's stuck but isn't, isn't this a bitch like even when niggas be doing shit it's still some fuck shit that women gotta deal with like isn't this yeah. a bitch everyone's looking at her no one's gonna yeah. look at him in the situation like why did you give her the cover after y'all fucked once which is how they should be looking at it right you barely talked to her and you had sex with her one she time asked. and you gave her the cover mm-hmm. they're gonna look at her and go oh you slept with him so you could get it if anything that should be a negative point on him because it's like, if all it takes is for somebody to fuck you to get a good review, then have you ever given a legit good review a day in your motherfucking life? That's another one. Or you so easy and appreciative that a woman actually gave you attention. 
Yeah. And she was trying to give her fucking all these accolades on the first first date. Right. <laughs> right it's like but they're not gonna say that though all they're gonna say is oh look she fucked him she sleeped yeah. to, to, to the top child okay how it is being a woman to watch out for these watch out for these niggas <laughs> these predators shell <laughs> so then we're at the photo shoot we see uh lim the photographer remember this guy l-e-m it's, he'll be back in a few Ooh. episodes um, by the way, Lim was singing his words. Everything he said sounded like he was singing it. Mm-hmm. It was just, uh, I didn't like it. It was annoying. Um, <laughs> so Joan tries to do her practice poses. It's she hilarious does. that she's acting like she doesn't know how to model because we know that oh, Tracy right. Ellis Ross was a model. In real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when uh, Brandy was on Moesha and Moesha can't sing so she has to Mm. pretend to sing bad Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like how do you do that I bet it was really hard but all her poses are very mid oh god Mm -hmm. um Lim is trying to like hype her up he's like oh you're so thin I respect that (laughs) he kept saying really funny shit so then Derek pops up and he walks over and tries to kiss her and Joan's like uh what the no. fuck is wrong with this nigga? This nigga is not used to getting nothing in his life. What the fuck? Why would you try to kiss her in a professional setting? Like, are you dumb? Why would you do that? Is you stupid? Is you dumb? <laughs> and then he's looking at her like, oh, why are you acting different? Nigga, yeah, do you like, come let's... into anyone's workforce for- and try to um try to make out with them? If she was at her law firm. Would you come into her fucking office with her co-workers and try to make out with her and start grabbing her ass? Stupid. <laughs> the fuck wrong with these <sighs> niggas? It's, and she's like, at first she tried to play it off like, no, nah, I got hair and makeup. And he's like, I don't care. And then she's like, actually, I just want to keep a professional distance. And fuck? she's like, I don't want people to think I got the cover because of her personal relationship. <clears throat> and... Wayne Brady, I'll tell you what, the way he plays the offended face, like, I don't know if y'all watch psychological thrillers, but if you don't, you need to get on the fucking train because this guy looks like he's going to murder her. The faces (laughs) that he makes when he when she says that to him, he looks real like, like, what do you I don't care. You you don't love me. What do you mean? I don't care what people think. What are you you talking about? Like, he looks like he's going to kill her. Yeah. And I like that because Wayne Brady plays these funny characters on other things that other things that he's on. We're not used to seeing him this way. So I like that he's able to kind of switch it and be almost kind of scary, you know. And then he's pretending that he doesn't know what his actions look like. Like she's acting like what she's saying is so out of the realm of reality. Like, nigga, (laughs) you're a reporter. You all you niggas do is spin stories. Okay. Yeah. So you know exactly what the fuck she's talking about. You know exactly how semantics, how things look. That's their job. So let's kill that noise. Yeah. And it sucks because you can kind of tell that she's not saying what she wants to say and how she says it because she doesn't want to upset him Mm -hmm. because of what he's given her. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, she doesn't know how to play this. And I don't know how I do it either. I'd probably be mm-hmm. like, yo, if this is how why you gave it to me, don't even give me the cover. I'm good. Like, fine. I had I had a bunch of celebrities at my place last night. Like, I don't need the cover. I'll get it from somebody else. I would say to Joan, take the cover and then like slowly ghost him 
like slowly you know do some shit like that this guy looks like he's about to key her car kill her dog this is this is why i say you shouldn't have had that nigga in your place the second now time you've seen him, now the f- now he knows where the fuck you live. Fucking you see why shit. I am the way I fucking am. You need to vet these niggas before they start. He, it's it's already enough that he knows where your business is, right? He right. knows where your place of work. He could burn down that, your business. That's already he could call the huge. health department on your ass. Yes. Yo, Who knows what type you of gotta sabotage? Stay with this nigga. <laughs> Bitch, he might as well know your motherfucking social security. Girl, where you gonna go? You don't got nowhere to hide. Yeah. I mean, you can go to Tony's. If you you to gonna have out. to go to Williams and go fess up. Williams. <laughs> yeah. Because he gonna ask you what the fuck is going on. And you gonna have to yeah, fess up. Yeah, why somebody burned down a fucking restaurant? What you did? <laughs> <laughs> so Lim comes back to take photos and, you know, he's snapping. He just tells her, listen, just be natural be yourself so she does she takes a few photos and she does a few awkward poses and he's like oh no maybe you should be someone else i was like Mm -mm. these are good jokes Mm -hmm. like uh." but then once he says that to her her poses start to make more sense and she starts to look more comfortable Mm -hmm. and lim turns to Derek and says you didn't tell me you had an it girl and they pan over to Derek. <laughs> Yo. He's, he still looks like he is hurt. He still looks like he's going to murder her. He does not he's look incels. happy. He's still thinking about it, you know? So, um, Lim, the photographer, is taking pictures. <laughs> he's saying weird shit like, ooh, you're making me straight. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they got uh, Wayne Brady looking like Ike Turner, <laughs> this bitch. Mm-hmm. So the last person there is the end of the photo shoot. Last person there is Derek. And Joan walks over to him and goes, oh, my God, you're still here. He says, yeah, I thought I'd stick around and ask you something. And she's like, oh, yeah, sorry, no autographs. <laughs> and he's not laughing, by the way. What's his question? He wanted to ask her why, um, why she was fucking with him. Was it to get on the cover? Well, first of all, Negro, y'all had an interview based on you giving her a review of the restaurant. She didn't even know that was possible. Right, because you had already had, at that moment, you already had a cover. Yes. An Asian fusion restaurant. The blurb of whatever the fuck she said, it's going to be like maybe two paragraphs, maybe yeah, a photo, she was just trying not. to get an article in the magazine. She wasn't trying to get the cover. That was already in stone. You had somebody else. You. So when she asked you on that date, that wasn't what it was about exactly you're the one that's turning it into a transaction and then giving her the cover and trying to dangle it in front of her like a carrot like that's not how this works you see what i'm saying and a lot of i feel like there's a lot of men who do that where they are they have some type of position of power or a little bit of influence and they don't know how to motherfucking act you give these niggas an inch, they're going to take a mile. She didn't ask for any of that. She didn't even know that was on the table. Now you have made it a transaction and you're trying to make her feel bad for what? Not fucking with you like that when really she never was really trying to fuck with you like that. Like, But Joan reacts. She does a, little, a lot of self-preservation here. She's like, oh, my God. No. Whoa. Okay. 
I'm so hurt that you would even think that. What would make you say that? Joan, you started it, you know, with this whole professional distance thing. Yo, I didn't mean it like that. I mean, Derek, I'm, I'm, I'm not like that. Look, I don't know what you're like. I'm just trying to figure out things. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I thought we made a connection. Hey, that's what I was thinking. But, you know, like we said the other night, this is L.A., and if this was a one-time, you got something, I got something kind of thing, I can live with that. But I just need to know what's going on. No. No. Derek, I mean, I, I know I've only known you for a short time, but I have, I have deep feelings for you. I love it. I was like, oh, but she's playing them. She's playing them. She's on her white woman's side right now. I love it. That's... She's like, what do you mean? I what thought mean? we were... We were... We had something. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Let's let's get into it. Lean I in. Mean, well, well, let me say what the rest of the shit she says. She's like... I can't even do it without laughing, bro. I can't. <laughs> oh my god, I'm practically falling in love with you. <laughs> I was like, oh man, That's the lean into it. I guess. I mean, I love the way Tracy says these lines though because. She's trying to, with her face, convey to us, the audience, that she don't mean this shit. Like, she's mm-hmm. just trying to get through this situation. Mm-hmm. She's just trying to leave in peace because he might she's be just a serial trying to get home safe. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> but in real life, someone would play this a lot more like, I'm trying to convince you. There wouldn't be that silly, like, I practically love you. Mm-hmm. You know, but it she's really, really is giving criminal minds, though. Like, you are right. Like, like it's giving... You don't know what he's capable no. of. I love you. Please untie me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's giving. <laughs> I would never run away and call the cops. <laughs> I promise Shit. we can run off together. We can we can be in love. We can run off and build a new life. Just me and you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh my serial god. Killer vibes. That's what it's given. It really mm. is. And yeah, I love the way Tracy plays it so that we know she's kidding. Uh, she's not. But it's just, it's kind of cringe because we see it and it's like she's put in this position where she has to say it because. If she did not ask for. If she had said what she really wanted to say, I don't know if she would have been able to. There was nobody there, right? Yeah. Everybody had left. What would you have done? You would have done the same thing? Hell yeah. You better lean into that shit. I love you. I probably you? in love with you. I, that night we spent together was the best night of my life. You got to move the eyebrows up and down. I've <laughs> never felt this like, way. Because people say lie with dead eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put your hand over your heart. Like, why would you even think that about me? Of doing that to you. I would never. You just got to yeah. lean into that shit. For for yeah. your self preservation, and then you gotta get home, you gotta get home yeah, too. and then slowly ghost him. Act like things are so busy. Oh, it's the restaurant. I'm so busy. It's just the you restaurant. know, putting me on that cover really up my visibility. And now everybody wants to talk to me. The restaurant is full. You got to be what what Kiki Palmer be saying? Oh, I, I, it's the baby. 
I can't come. It's, <laughs> it's the baby. It's the baby. I can't oh, come. God. You know, these kids, they always running around. Girl, I- I'll see you later. I don't... <laughs> you'll figure it out, child. We'll, we'll talk. So, uh, Derek, he believes it because he's dumb as fuck. He's a nigga. Yeah, he's definitely uh-huh. incel, given that vibe. Oh, God, incel. So she looks really uncomfortable when he hugs her. But, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. We're back at the J spot. We see a guy there named Barry Zito. He is a he's a real life baseball player. I didn't know that when I watched the episode. I was Me like, either. this dude's a he's not a very good actor. I was like, hold mm-hmm. on. Maybe he's a and he's really tall. So that gives it away, too. Mm-hmm. He's an actual baseball player. He plays for the uh, Oakland A's. Well, he played, excuse me, for the Oakland A's and the San Francisco Giants. And um, Joan don't know who he is at first, so they gotta. Somebody explains it to her. But Derek walks away because Derek's there, and Javon Dennis walks over to congratulate Joan, and he asks her out to dinner, and Joan doesn't miss a beat. She's like, "I'd love that." I know that's motherfucking right. Keep a hotation. I know that's right. Get your ass Not a Joan hotation. building up her roster. Do it. Uh, uh. Get you a nice start in five. You know. Yeah, one nigga per day. You ain't really gotta worry about the nigga having some shit over you because he's like in media or anything. You know, like he's a baseball player. That's it. You own the restaurant. That's it. He doesn't own a fucking Los Angeles food magazine trying to fucking fuck your shit up. Like, ah, this is a way better dynamic. Way better. Yeah, definitely. So the final final scene, we're at Williams' office. Liz start playing her guitar. William wants her to stop, so he pays her fifty dollars to scram. Working late just to cover up the fact you can't get a day. Uh, what? You can't handle the troubadour who sings the truth. I'll give you fifty dollars if you take that guitar and go play out in traffic. And Lynn is like, "Yay, my first paid gig!" And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's all about." how you look at things so yeah that's a she has great optimism i like that <laughs> and that's the end of the episode i really like this one things are moving really really fast for joan i didn't think we'd be at this part so soon like mm-hmm. i thought it would take more ramping up to get her to the it girl status mm. but it's here it's now it just took one episode and she's now this it girl doing photo shoots and shit hey don't eat me from the it girl <laughs> yeah it's about to get cringe though like i mean if y'all know this series this is about to be like an anxiety horror a social anxiety horror movie coming up mm. in the next few episodes um if you ever seen if you love anxiety horrors do you watch stuff like that anxiety horror movies social anxiety i don't but it sounds interesting it, like, anxiety um, could be a horror movie like that's yeah because it's just category. like being put in a social situation that you are you can't get out of and it's mm-hmm. all cringe like there's this really good one that just came out called Bo is Afraid mm-hmm. uh, directed by Ari Aster it stars Joaquin Phoenix that's a good one um, another one is uh, All My Friends Hate Me is another good one you can find Damn. that one do they um, I mean that's the, the main characters that's what he's dealing with he has to figure that out and it's a horror Damn. movie for him but yeah, I love stuff like that. Anyway, that is the end of our episode. And now is the oh hell yes moment. So Etsy, did you pick one? Mine isn't really a moment. It's more of 
and energy. My oh hell yes. It's Joan. Joan hitting the them with the one two and the smoothness. And I'm like, ooh, she oh, she sounded like honey. You know, like just going down real smooth and sweet. Oh, I'm liking her this mm-hmm. episode. Just honey moving slow down your throat. Mm. Oh, you know, because honey moves slow. It does. It does. It does move very slow down your throat. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you said it was, honey. Um, yeah, that's a good one. I don't know where she got that swag from, but and she only has it for, for Javon. Yeah. She don't have it for the other dude. <laughs> but. My oh yes moment is with the other dude when she was like, I'm practically in love with you. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I, I thought we had a connection. Lean in, Joe, lean in. I, you know. I have deep feelings for you, Derek. <laughs> I was like, mm. okay, <laughs> let's go. Like, get yourself out there and in the car, girl, get home. I mean, the now, nigga know, know where, you your, your, where your home is, but well, yeah, he does know where home your home is. <laughs> Make sure you, you turn on the security. So, make sure the lock's working. You don't got no... You can't go to the restaurant or your house. Damn. You got to go to Williams. Yeah, got to go to Williams. He got tons of rooms. He got rooms for you. <laughs> Fuck. But anyway, guys, that's our episode. Head over to our socials. Twitter, yes, at Hell Yes Girl. And TikTok, at Hell Yes Girl. It is time I add more videos to the TikTok. I will try my best. I know you guys are waiting for the content. It's it's a lot to edit. Editing is, is not easy. It's like math. <laughs> it's, it's tough. Tell me. And head over to Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can rate, review, and subscribe. Make sure you click that subscribe button so you know when our next episode drops. And go back and binge listen to everything if you're just meeting us in this one. Period. Next episode is called Work in Progress. And uh, I don't know what that's about, but if it's anything like this one, we are in good shape. So uh, head back over to us next week for that episode. And until then, I am Nettie Smith. And I am at Zero. And we will see you then. Bye. Bye.